And we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loans studios. National mortgage lender, Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. We are back, everybody. Welcome, everyone, to the 2018 debut of Ion Fantasy Football. It is finally time, everyone. Time to talk trash with your friends. Time to do your research and your mock drafts. Time for fantasy football. We're going to be with you every Saturday night through the end of the regular season, helping you with your drafts for now and then your lineups eventually. I am Adam Azer, joined by Jamie Eisenberg. He's our senior fantasy football writer for CBSSports.com. Jamie, man, I miss this. I miss Saturday nights hanging out with you and the rest of the CBS crew talking to our listeners here on Ion Fantasy Football. It's it's so awesome to be back. It's so much fun doing the show. Uh, I mean, obviously, we do a lot during the week and on Sundays, but this is just awesome. We get to talk to our listeners our users on cbs our listeners on cbs sports radio it's just it's just really exciting i'm 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 thrilled yeah Uh, outside of having to work with you it's just just terrible no we work you know five days a week is enough now it's six it's kind of you know whatever we'll get through it but the best part is the phone calls right because we have a lot of listeners to our podcasts and you have a lot of viewers on cbs sports hq but getting to hear from you every single saturday uh, for the next 20 weeks or so is really special. So our phone number is 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, Jamie, so let's get right into it because we only got two hours to give everybody the fantasy football advice they need. Give me your top six picks. I think the top three are kind of easy. Give me your top six picks. So non-PPR, PPR, yeah, 0.5. you know, I, well, can we start with with the top three? Is it the same in any format? No, 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 no? it differs. Uh, in non-PPR, it is Gurley, Bell, Zeke. In PPR, David Johnson replaces Bell. Replaces, excuse me, replaces, Re- replaces Zeke. Zeke. Okay. Yes. Your number four pick is who? Um, in non-PPR, it's the four running backs, so Zeke and then David Johnson in that format. In PPR, I put a- Antonio Brown after David Johnson. You got Antonio Brown before Ezekiel Elliott in PPR. Uh, yes, Zeke. As great as Ezekiel Elliott is, he's not going to catch ninety to hundred passes. Well, he's not, but it, you know, he's going to do a lot of other things that we like. He's going to be great. I just think that Antonio Brown is the fourth best player in PPR. All right, we've established a, a top five. Then we've got yes. Gurley, Bell, David Johnson, Zeke, Antonio Brown in some order. Who's number six? Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. That's right. With the injury. That's not an injury. The rookie on that crappy team? This is uh, something that I've said on CBS Sports HQ. I've argued with several Giants fans, I think you included. The Giants are going to win the NFC East. Oh, come on. I've never heard you say that. And I wouldn't wouldn't be friends with you if I had known (laughs) that you would say something so crazy. The Uh, Giants are going to win the NFC East? That's right. Wow. You know, I don't remember the la- the last time there a repeat. There was a repeat winner of the NFC East. It was Donovan McNabb, quarterback in the Eagles. I don't remember the year, but it's a weird division. So stranger things have happened. Um, but man, so you're taking Barkley over Hopkins. You're taking him over Kareem Hunt. I guess my my argument against Barkley is, don't we just want him to be Kareem Hunt or Leonard Fournette or Alvin Kamara from last year or even Melvin Gordon? Why not take someone that you know can do it? rather than the rookie that we need to see prove it behind what I think is going to be maybe an average offensive line. Uh, it could be an average offensive line. I, th- I think, you know, it's going to clearly depend on how good that left side is because if the left side is good, the right side will be will look better just by default. Um, I just go back to the last three rookie running backs that were drafted first in their class with similar expectations, you know, to, to Barkley with Todd Gurley, 
in 2015, Ezekiel Elliott in 2016, and Leonard Fournette last year. All three of those guys in non-PPR finished in the top eight. And so I think that's a good floor for him. Uh, could Gordon, Fournette, Hunt, Camaro all be better than him? Absolutely. But uh, I think the pedigree of Saquon Barkley speaks for itself. And, you know, I, I, I do think that this Giants offense with a healthy Odell Beckham looks dramatically different. You know, don't judge them what they looked like in 2017. Look at what they were when Beckham was healthy. And I think you'll see he'll be involved in the passing game. and He'll certainly be dominant running the ball. All right, we're going to kind of unpack everything for you throughout the next two hours, preview every position, give you some sleepers, some breakouts, some busts. Uh, which first-round picks make you nervous? And we're going to get to your phone calls in just a moment. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Any first-round picks make you nervous, Jamie? I think it's just, you know, two running backs based on uh, some, some situational things. I, I think Kareem Hunt is fantastic, and I don't think he's going to be a terrible player, but he could fall from, you know, some – I think he's going like somewhere between 8 and 10 overall based on CBS Sports average draft position. I think I could see him falling maybe to 12 or 13, 14, 15 if Spencer Ware is a factor, if the passing game changes a little bit, if the offensive line struggled preseason week one, looked better against the Falcons to a certain extent. But there's just changes there. And so I think he could have, you know, you, you've, you've brought this up on our podcast about the sophomore slump of some of these running backs. He could fall into that group. I, I don't think he will, but again, you're asking me to, to nitpick one of these guys. And then Dalvin Cook, you know, I mean, Latavius Murray, I think is going to be a bigger factor than we probably anticipate. And he's still coming back from a torn ACL. So I know right now he's going technically in the second round, but by the time I think we get to the beginning of September, he's going to be a first round pick. I, I know you love him. I do as well, but they're just, again, some things that are different. And, you know, hopefully he's a hundred percent back like our colleague, Big Prisco said he was when he was out in Minnesota. Yeah, Latavius Murray, two fumbles today. So if you like Dalvin Cook, you like that. But also Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon, after Dalvin Cook's injury, they averaged about 28 carries a game combined. So th they're going to run the ball. I, I do think Murray is going to be a little bit of a thorn in the side, but I don't think he's that good. So after like week three, they're going to wise up and they're going to say, no, no, enough of this stuff. Well, Let's I, just get I, I also Cook. think with, with Minnesota in particular, and, and you hear this a lot, teams that kind of, know that if everything goes right, they're going to the playoffs. Minnesota, I think, is one of those teams. They want that guy December and January. So they may ease him back into it a little bit more. In February, even. Oh, obviously, yeah. By the way, you think your Giants pick is bold. Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. They're a good team, man. Love the Falcons. Yeah, uh, that's again, much that's much less bold than the Giants winning the NFC East. Um, uh, again, to reference uh, our colleague, Pete Prisco, he thinks that he loves, loves the Falcons' offense this year. But he thinks by the end of the season, the defense will be better than the offense. Oh, uh, yeah. And, I, I'm and, and great not, sleeper not, defense. Not knocking the offense by any stretch by saying that. Great sleeper defense. By the way, if you've never heard us before, Jamie's already mentioned Pete Prisco twice. He's got a bit of a man crush on Pete Prisco. So it's a new game. It's the Ion Fantasy <laughs> Football game. How many times will we mention Pete Prisco? Let's go to the phones. I'm sorry that I lean on NFL reporters. He's pretty good. I, I would reference him, too, if I if I had the uh, the inside scoop. All right, go, let's go to the phones, and we can do another game. How many times is Zach going to lead off the show, lead off the callers? 855-212-4227. Zach, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, Adam and Jamie. First off, I wanted to start by wishing you a fantastic 2018 football season, and thanks so much for all that you guys do. Thank, Thank you. you. Zachary. This is Zachary Macron. We call him Zachary. Yeah. Very clever. So here is my question. You guys kind of already touched on this, but I have the fifth pick in a 12-man standard scoring 
but three wide receiver leagues. I am considering Saquon. I just want I want Saquon. Am I crazy to take him over Antonio? I'll hang up and listen now. Thanks, guys. Hmm. No, I, I I don't think you're crazy at all. Um, I, I would probably take Antonio Brown just because not only do you have to start three receivers, but there's you know a, a less of a risk uh, because as Adam said, you know the the Giants do have still questions on the offensive line, and he is a rookie. But I just see all that upside for uh, for Barkley, and if you want him, go get him. I was in a draft today. Uh, granted, it is a Giants fan, uh, our buddy uh, uh, Danny Kadosh. Um, took Saquon Barkley over Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I obviously would not do oh, that. Oh, come most, on. Most people would not, but he wants Saquon Barkley. He wants to root for the guy that he likes, and you know what? That's we, not we, what we... fantasy football is about. It's not about rooting for the guy on your favorite team. Agreed, but I, I think you're going to see some some leagues. Like uh, an, another guy in this league was saying there, there's there's a rookie keeper factor where wherever whenever you draft a rookie, he's, he's kept with the last-round pick. Barkley's going to go first in that format. Um, so Barkley's going to be a top. Seven, eight overall pick. And if you want him, take him. Again, I would take Antonio Brown, but I understand it. Yeah, let me just give a quick thing on Antonio Brown in non-PPR. Okay, standard scoring non-PPR. We all know Melvin Gordon. He doesn't get a lot of love, but he's a clear first-round pick. He's been the number eight running back in non-PPR and the number five running back his last two years. And he's outscored or tied Antonio Brown in, in points each of those two years. So, you know, just just consider that. Running backs score more than wide receivers in general. The, the other thing, though, when you're d- debating, do I take a wide receiver or running back in the middle of round one, the middle of round two is going to be better at wide receiver than it is at running back. So uh, that's a big consideration Poten- as well. Potentially, potentially. The I way mean, our drafts have shaped up, you know, it's either like A.J. Green or Devontae Freeman or, or Joe Mixon or somebody like that, and we're always, like, we like those wide receivers better. Yeah, but... You know, you could also go receiver, receiver, if that's the route you want to go. You know, you could take Antonio Brown and like what happened with me in the in the flex draft where I took Antonio Brown and I got A.J. Green in the middle of the second round. Oh, that's fine. I'm just saying in the middle of the second round, you're going to like that receiver most likely better oh, than the sure. running back. Yeah, but but again, I think if you, if you are so inclined to go receiver, receiver, you can go with a pretty good start there, especially yeah. in, in, in Zachary's case, a three-receiver league. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the phones. 855-212-4227. Ernest, Ernest, what's going on, man? Hey, Adam, Jamie, thanks again for taking my call, and we are back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. And uh, Adam, Adam, first of all, uh, congratulations, sir, on becoming a dad the offseason. Yeah, one month old today. Oh, congratulations. Best wow. month of my life. The kid that you and bought off the black market. There and, <laughs> I hope you're getting in there and changing those diapers and everything, too. I have been. Get Only the, the wet ones, though. You know how it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good with that. What's going on, Ernest? What can we help you with? All right. Well, I have a keeper question. Uh, trying to decide uh, between two two picks. Uh, so it was a half point PBR, and I could either take uh, Ingram, the tight end from the Giants, in the eleventh round, or Chris Carson, the running back with the Seahawks, in the tenth round. So which which way should I go? I'm, I'm really undecided here. Thanks for the help, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest uh, Ingram fan based on where he's being drafted, but that's just great value. And I, I think the Seattle running back situation is going to be somewhat volatile because Rashad Penny is back with the team. Uh, you know, they showed him at practice, but I, he didn't do anything on Friday, and he's not playing tonight. But um, I, I think you're going to see that become a problem. And if you are in the Rashad Penny camp, you kind of want Chris Carson to be the starter early in the year because that beginning ske- beginning part of their schedule is brutal. And if Carson struggles, Penny comes back at 100%. Uh, 
he's going to take away a lot of work, clearly, from Carson, because I'm sure that's the route the, uh, the Seahawks eventually want to go. Ingram, to get a tight end of that value, that caliber player, again, I'm not, I'm not sold on him as, uh, as the fifth tight end off the board, but I am sold on him in round 11. All right, let's take one more call here. We're up against the break, and we'll be back to take plenty of your phone calls. Keep them coming all night long. 855-212-4227. Novell in Maryland, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Um, congratulations, Adam, on your uh, new new child. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh, um, I'm in an auction league, uh, standard auction league. I'm keeping Dalvin Cook for 10, uh, keeping James White for 50 cents, and I'm keeping uh, Goodwin for 70 cents. Um, it's a $50 budget. I uh, want to keep one more. Should I keep uh, Landry at $3.40? Mike Williams from San Diego for seventy cents, or should I keep Will Fuller for a dollar thirty? And I'll stay on the line <laughs> so I can hear what y'all got to say. This is hilarious, man! A fifty-dollar budget keeping guys for seventy cents. All right, Jamie, we got Jarvis Landry for three dollars and forty cents. Yes. Will Fuller? Uh, that's it. That's the one. I mean, okay. Look, hey, Josh Gordon's back. I don't care. Okay. That's great value on Jarvis Landry. So. All right. Why, why don't you guys just make it easy on yourselves? First off, I love that Novell called as Novell. Um, yeah. He, he did say he could call uh, as one of his many aliases, and we still may get one <laughs> later tonight. Um, but uh, make it easy on yourself. You know, bump up the the amount and just go by dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, if you like it, that's fine. But this is really. I've never kept anybody for seventy cents. Good stuff, Novell. Our number, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. When we come back on Ion Fantasy Football, how to draft quarterbacks, sleepers, breakouts, and busts at the quarterback position after this. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ion Fantasy Football is back. All right, we are back. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. This is Ion Fantasy Football. If you have any questions before your draft, any keeper questions, whatever it is, give us a call, and we will do our best to answer them. We actually have a full board of calls right now, Jamie, so let's talk about quarterbacks kind of quickly here so we can hear from our listeners. Uh, you know, we have been saying for a few months, it's not just a deep position. It's the deepest the position has ever been. So how should people draft quarterbacks this year? So I, I'm approaching it as, as I want the most upside I could possibly get at the best value. Now, that's easy to say, clearly. But, like, if I'm debating between Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson or Drew Brees, I think Luck has the higher ceiling. I'm going to take Luck. If I'm debating between Patrick Mahomes and Phillip Rivers, I think Mahomes has a higher ceiling. I'm going to take that. And the reason I'm going to do that is because there's going to be so many great number two quarterbacks that some of the guys from that group are going to ascend to be number one options. And you could just pair one guy with another. So if you're buying back into Carson Wentz, take Carson Wentz, take Phillip Rivers, take Ben Roethlisberger, take any of these guys that are going to be borderline number one, number two guys. I think Eli bounces back, obviously, based on my Giants proclamation. Uh, I think you're going to get great production from Jameis Winston when he's uh, out of the suspension and he's a late-round pick. There's just so many great players at the position. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky's going to have some some great games. Maybe we see Tyrod Taylor with the new weapons that he has. Um, excuse me, Tyrod Taylor. There's just, uh, Tyrod. <laughs> there's just there's just so many good, if not great, options. They may not be great quarterbacks, but they are great fantasy options. Yeah, yeah. Going to be a lot of offense, hopefully, this year with all these quarterbacks that we like. Um, so when when would you take Aaron Rodgers? 
round three at the earliest if I know that quarterbacks are going to be a little bit more of a premium. Uh, but for the most part, I'm looking at in round four. And when we talk about rounds, we're typically talking about 12-team leagues. So we're looking, you know, around 35 overall. You could start thinking about Aaron Rodgers. You have to really not love anyone else on the board, and then you start thinking about Rodgers. Give me a, give me a sleeper quarterback. Oh, wow. Uh, Matt Ryan, you said it. They're, they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, you know, he's going outside the top 12. Uh, he's not going to be his same player that he was his MVP season, but his second year with an offensive coordinator throughout the course of his career has been very good, and I think that will happen again. How about a breakout quarterback? Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, I, I, I think we saw a glimpse of it last season. No Garcon, better Marquise Goodwin, uh, Trent Taylor, Dante Pettis. These guys are going to be good players. Uh, hopefully George Kittle's right. I, I think Garoppolo has the uh, top 10, the ability to be a top 10 guy for sure. He, he was so locked in in the preseason game tonight just a few hours ago. And Deshaun Watson, they both look great. Uh, but he looks like he's got command of what should be a very good offensive system. We've seen it in action. Uh, would you take Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins? I take Kirk Cousins right now, but I, I could see again that this is what I was talking about. If you think there's more upside with Garoppolo, which I think you could say that there might be. Look, Cousins had a bad day today, but he played against one of the best defenses in football. He's not going to see that Jaguars defense all the time. Um, I, I I think Cousins still better, but upside probably favors Garoppolo. And a bust quarterback. Carson Wentz, I, I just think, you know, again, we'll, we'll see where his average draft position settles. I, I know there was good news today, thankfully, that he's going to start practicing in 11-on-11. 11 11, but uh, if Alshon Jeffrey's not right for the start of the season, especially if he's not there, I just don't trust Wentz coming back from the knee injury without his arguably best receiver. Yeah, right now, Jamie has Carson Wentz 14th. There are a ton of, a ton of uh, quarterbacks being taken ahead of him. All right, let's hear from you. I want to remind everyone that CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So if we don't get to your calls in this segment, our next segment is nothing but your phone calls. Let's go to Richard in Nebraska. Richard, what's up? Evening, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing well, man. How are you? Good, good. Thanks. Enjoying. Uh, glad to have you back on Saturday nights as well. Thank you. Um, you kind of touched on it with the uh, talking about quarterbacks here. I'm going to tie that in. I've got a league, 12 PPR, um, but you have to have four receivers, four running backs, two quarterbacks. Everybody has to roster the same exact amount, so there's not a lot of uh, wiggle room in that. Does that change your mind or change your plan when you're you're going into the, uh, the draft? And then last year, um, eight of the top, 12 scorers ended up being quarterbacks just based on scoring and things like that. Does that put those quarterbacks at a premium then? Can I, I ask can you a question? Listen. Richard, uh, it, you have to start four running backs or four receivers or just no, roster you, them? You can, you start, it's two, I'm sorry, it's uh, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, but okay. you can only roster four running backs and four wide receivers. So you can't, you can't load up on mm. certain positions. So Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate leagues like this. I was in one a couple of years ago. It's, it's so frustrating. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think you, you know, you're, you're looking at it from the right perspective, but also take a broader scope. If eight of the top ten scorers were quarterbacks, probably twelve of the top fifteen and fifteen of the top twenty. It's just, you know, they're, they're all going to score very well. Uh, that's typically just what quarterbacks do. So, I, I still would wait. Uh, you know, I, I think you might want to just, you know, circle a couple guys. Okay. If, this is the guy I want, but I'm in, in this 
group, you know, look at average draft position, look at how your league traditionally drafts quarterbacks. Um, I, I'm, I'm still going to try and get the best possible running backs and receivers because I'm so hampered by the roster restrictions. I, I want to get the top tier guys as, as, as best I can. 855-212-4227. David in New Orleans, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I'm in a 10-team, one-point PPR keeper league. I'm having a little trouble deciding on my uh, keeper for this year. We can only keep one of these four guys. Uh, Deshaun Watson in round 20. Ertz in round 14. Keenan Allen in round 5. Kareem Hunt round 3. I just need one out of those four. Thank you. That's just great value all the way around. Um, I may keep Watson and just, you know, say I, I got my quarterback. He, that's just such amazing value for him. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Oh, what's up, guys? Uh, quick one. Derrick Henry in the fifth or Edelman in the tenth? What's the scoring? Uh, PPR. And in the league, you start four wide receivers. Ooh, all right. Henry in the fifth or Edelman in the tenth, Jamie? I'm going to go Edelman. And what's your thoughts on uh, Henry in general? I think Henry's going to have a good season, but in PPR, that's kind of where he goes. And I know there's going to be keepers, yeah. obviously, that factor in, into that. But that's just good value for Edelman because if he's back to what he was prior to the ACL, given the receiving core there, he's going to be a top 24 receiver in PPR. Keep the phone calls coming. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. This is Ion Fantasy Football. Our first of many episodes with you until the end of the season, Adam Azer, Jamie Eisenberg, and we're with you until midnight Eastern, so plenty of time to get your calls in. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Yeah. Jamie, can you name this song? Come on. Know you don't know the name? Yeah. No. Even flow. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good one. All yep. right. Fired up, man. Eye on Fantasy Football. We are back Saturday night. We're here till midnight Eastern. Give us a call, 855-212-4227. We can, I can listen to Pearl Jam for the rest of the hour. It's fine. Um, Jamie, I've got a problem. As I watch all this preseason football, which in and of itself is a problem, by the way, uh, I, I feel like I want to change my fantasy feelings <laughs> every play. And I'm watching Melvin Gordon just, like, be a stud in this great offense. And he scores a rushing touchdown. He gets split out wide. And then he comes across the middle. He catches a pass. And I'm thinking, like, let's make the official eye on fantasy football bet. All right? Okay. I got Melvin Gordon. You got Saquon Barkley. And I'm being so generous. I will spot you 10 fantasy points in standard scoring. And I will win. Okay. Bet is loser shaves their head. <laughs> what? No way. Come on. Yeah, I don't think so. Why not? Uh, loser shaves Jamie's head. No, loser yeah. shaves her head. Is it a gentleman's bet? Do we have a gentleman's bet? No. Make a real bet. All right, we'll figure out better stakes than that. I'm not shaving my head. Why? You're not going to either. I mean, you're, you're ugly enough to begin with. You might as well just go all the way. I, you can't. When you get to my level of ugly, you, like, you don't want to go any farther. <laughs> you don't want to let people know that there is another level out there. Hair's the only thing I got. So, um, all right, that's that. we're going to work on that bet. But uh, we are uh, live until midnight, as I mentioned, and taking your phone calls. We'll get to them in a second. I want to get a sleeper, a breakout, and a bust at running back from Jamie Eisenberg. Jamie, other than Melvin Gordon, who's your sleeper? It's a guy we fight about all the time, uh, Jordan Wilkins for the Colts. I try to take him with every late-round pick uh, or, or every pick in the later rounds, I guess I should phrase it, uh, that I could possibly get. So I, I think he's got tremendous upside. Uh, breakout, take your pick. Um, Joe Mixon, I think, is going to have a, a, a big season. Tonight, obviously, wasn't the, the greatest performance, but uh, the Cowboys really dominated time of possession. So 
I, I think you'll see Joe Mixon have better days like we saw last week, and I like the fact that they're using him more in the passing game. And then a bust, I, I don't want LaShawn McCoy, especially at his ADP of round two. Uh, take the off-the-field stuff even out of the equation. That uh, We'll see how that all plays out. But um, his age, his offensive line, now Josh Allen is looking like the definite starter week one because of A.J. McCarron's injury. Uh, it's not, not a lot to like for me about LaShawn McCoy. And when Jamie says he and I fight over Jordan Wilkins, Colts rookie running back, he means we fight for him. <laughs> we are always trying to draft him late. Yeah. And, and we, we also like the Marlon Mack-Jordan Wilkins combo. You know, Mack maybe in like round eight since he's got the injury, something like that. If you can get him that late, that'd be awesome. And then Wilkins a few rounds later. I don't in, know. In, in the draft I was in That's today, I, I, I took Jamal Williams. It's a, it's a keeper league, so it's a little screwy. But I took Jamal Williams. I think it was round four, round five. And I was hoping to take Marlon Mack. And then when somebody took Mack in front of me, my, my plan was to try and take both Williams and Jones Aaron Jones of the Packers, and then Mac and Jordan Wilkins. And I just, I got the Packers guys, but I missed on both Colts. And just to go back to something we said last segment, after I make this point, I'll let Jamie respond, and then we're going to take your calls. because We want to hear from you. You know, I talked about how the wide receivers in the middle of round two are better than the running backs, the way our drafts have been playing out. Guys like A.J. Green and Devontae Adams are there, and the top ten running backs are, are off the board at that point. So you're looking at, you're looking at Mixon, you're looking at, McCaffrey, you're looking at Freeman. In a PPR league, I really love McCaffrey. If, if I can get him in the middle of round two or later, I am getting excited about him. I, I hope I'm not overreacting from the preseason, but I feel like the carries are going to go up. I don't know if they're going to go way up, but they're going up. The catches are going to be there, and I think he's awesome. I, I just, I, I really am excited about him. I know you're excited about Mixon. You're probably excited about McCaffrey, too. They're going a similar range. Who do you prefer? Mixon non PPR, McCaffrey PPR. Yeah, uh, I, I think the the thing, and I, I I agree with you. It's hard not to get excited about certain things in the preseason, but the things you want to look for when you're watching preseason games is who's playing with who and usage. And the best thing we're seeing from Christian McCaffrey is he's playing on every down with the first team offense. It's not like C.J. Anderson is coming on the field and taking him off. Right. It's not like they're not using him between the tackles. That was an amazing play you saw the speed against the Dolphins in that preseason game last night but everybody's gonna get excited about highlight plays the fact that he is not only catching the ball I think he had four catches in that game against the Dolphins he is dominating carries and that's the best thing it's like uh, you know I'm I'm trying to catch up on all the games from today and, and tonight uh, during the breaks and like I'm watching the Bucks game and I'm watching Peyton Barber play on almost nearly every first team snap and that's making me downgrade Ronald Jones more and more. So you're, you're watching not necessarily performance. You're watching usage. And then you got to you know, sort of factor in what the long-term scope of it could be. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Christian McCaffrey, not to you know, get too far off the point, but McCaffrey, I think, has got uh, tremendous potential. I was nervous, but I, I do think he's going to be great. Real quick note about CBS Sports Network. Tomorrow night at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, join CBS Sports Network on the track as drivers go head-to-head and bumper-to-bumper for one of the most action-packed races in motorsports, it's Lucas Oil Racing on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. To the phones, 855-212-4227. I'm going to ask our callers to be a little bit briefer with your questions so we can get to as many as we can in the next 10 minutes or so. Mark from Boston, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. So I have a 10-man PPR, half-point PPR league, and I have uh, Alex Collins and Josh Gordon, who I both got off waivers last year, as well as Jarvis Landry in the eighth round. And then I just wanted to get your opinion on, like, the Oakland Raiders in general. They have a lot of good offensive weapons, but I'm just not sure if that whole team is going to be a train wreck or not. So thanks. 
Yeah, I my, think, my I money's on train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I, they they could tilt either way, in my opinion, because I think the offense could actually be good, but the defense could be scary. Um, but I, you know, they're 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 really good values. You know, Cooper, depending on if he slips to the fourth round, is is good value. Lynch, I think, round six, round seven, round eight is good value. If you're getting Jordy at a good price, good value. Um, I think just based on the the guys you have available to you, I would probably keep Collins. Uh, if he's, you know, it sounds like last round pick. I, I I just think finding somebody of his caliber that late, as good as Gordon could be. I would take the chance on Collins right now. Jamie, how are you ranking the Browns receivers? So I have not changed my rankings yet to reflect Gordon. I think you got to sort of – Gordon will move up, but to how high I, – I think you still got to draft Landry first, certainly in PPR. Um, but if he's if he's right, the ceiling is, is obviously monstrous for him. So non-PPR, you probably get away with taking Gordon first. Uh, the earliest I would take him is round four. Uh, but in PPR, I'm still going to take Landry, even if Gordon is, is full go. All right, let's go back to the phones. Ryan in Boston. Ryan, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, I, uh, I blew up my dynasty team. I'm wondering your input on this, uh, the following results of all trades happening. So I traded away uh, Saquon Barkley and Aaron Rodgers, and in return I picked up Marietta McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, and Allen Robinson. This is a dynasty team, so I'm just kind of wondering your short-term and long-term intake on that. Hmm. All right, so you gave up Rodgers and Barkley. You got Mariota, McCaffrey, Mixon, and Allen Robinson. Correct. So I would yep. say just just on the surface, the 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 running backs. I, I think that's fair value for Barkley. Um, you know, you're getting two potential studs um, in in two second year backs. So the the ages is going to be close. Age is going to be close. Time of service is going to be close. And then you're you're basically turning Mariota. You're turning Rodgers into Mariota and Robinson. I don't love that part of it, but in the overall scheme of things, it's not a bad trade. The, the thing you got to hold for, Adam, you, you know, you you messaged me this uh, um, off the air about what Mariota could be in Matt Lafleur's offense, and if the receiving core steps up, he could have a real nice year. He's not going to obviously be Rodgers, but um, you know, that's the hope is that he takes that Jared Goff-like next step with a better play caller. Yeah, I just traded Mark Ingram for Marcus Mariota to a team that was desperate for a running back, and I was desperate for a quarterback, so it made sense for us. And that was in a dynasty league. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know that's going to happen for Tennessee, but I think there's a chance that they really get a lot better on offense. I want some shares of that offense, um, not just the running game and the passing game, and I want some Mariota. All right, Bobby, you're in Green Bay, and you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, go Pack Go. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh so I'm in a keeper league, and I got Todd Gurley in the third round, and I'm keeping him, so I lost my third-round pick. Um, I'm kind of wondering about the 12th and 13th pick because it's kind of a kind of weird spot to get a pick, um, and two guys in particular. I was thinking maybe uh, Mike Evans. That might be a little early for him, I was thinking, but it is a keeper draft. So um, I was just wondering what your take on that would be and uh, what guys you think would be available around 12 and 13. So, yeah, obviously when you're factoring Gurley in the third round, I'm assuming like somebody like Kamara is going to be late. Uh, Kareem Hunt's probably going to be late. So uh, I think, you know, Mike Evans is, is toward the back end of the top 10 receivers, but he's still a top 10 guy. And, and just looking at tonight's game, he had a big catch from Jameis Winston when Winston took over for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's first two targets of uh, on the first drive went to Mike, Mike Evans. So he's going to be heavily involved. As good as Chris Godwin looked tonight, um, you know, Deshaun Jackson had a couple catches. I, I don't think Evans is a bad player if, in fact, you know, you're, you're looking at him. I'd put him behind guys like Keenan Allen and, and, and obviously Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, that group. But he's still he's still a top-ten receiver for me. Yeah, that's a, and that seems like a perfectly reasonable spot. Twelve players are off the board because of keepers. Twelve more picks 
talking 24th overall in a normal league. Mike Evans, that's that's about where he goes. Uh, Gary in Calgary at 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Gary, you are on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I've got a uh, 12-person team half-point PPR with three keepers, and I'm trying to determine who that third keeper would be. The four players potentially to keep would be Devontae Adams, Rob Gronkowski, um, Alvin Kamara, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Keep in mind, sorry, it's a it's a two-quarterback league where I have to start two quarterbacks every week. All right, Jamie. How many? I'm sorry. I, I, three I, out of four, was it, Gary? Sorry, yeah, I got to keep three out of four. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. I got to start De- two quarterbacks every week. Devontae Adams, Gronkowski, Kamara, and Garoppolo. What do you do? I'm throwing back Garoppolo. Try and maybe draft him in the first round if he's the best quarterback available. But that's the deepest position. You've got studs everywhere else. So while everybody is chasing you, you chase quarterback a little bit. It's not a bad way to go. Is it still the deepest position in the two-quarterback league? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, we go to Dave. Dave in Maryland. Dave, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Doing great, man. What's up? Hey, first of all, on the Melvin Gordon um, you know, thing, I've got um, over under eight games before he's suspended so go from there but melvin uh, gordon melvin hey, gordon why what did he do i think you mean josh gordon oh josh gordon josh gordon oh okay no all right <laughs> man um, i almost lost the bet before it even started yeah there you go hey um i i did a rookie mistake tonight i we had a draft and i drafted cam newton as my quarterback and then alex smith is my backup and i find out they both have a week four bye so, like, my last pick, I picked Jared Goff. Should I go ahead and just drop Alex Smith? Yeah. Jamie, I'll yeah, field this but, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing you try and do before it, it before the season starts is see if there's a quarterback injury. Maybe wait uh, when waivers open and see if you could trade him. Because he's going to be he's gonna be good. He's not going to be great like he was last year, but he'll be good enough. Um, and, and, and maybe somebody gives you some for it. Or you could see if somebody really wants Cam and go with Goff and, and Alex Smith. Ooh. You think well, so? you're going to get more in return for Cam. Yeah, I know, but then you don't really have a QB1. I mean, you might, but I wouldn't feel great. Because, you know, you talked about your quarterback approach, draft someone with high upside. Uh, I wouldn't feel great about going to my league with Smith and Goff. Totally agree. But if someone comes to you and says, you offer somebody uh, Alex Smith, and they say, you know what? What would you give me for Cam? And you say, I'll take player X. And player X is obviously going to be better than what you're getting for, for Alex Smith. I would just explore it. I wouldn't close close your mind to it just because the combo of Goff and Smith is still going to be good enough to help you win if you get a great player in return for Cam Newton. Numbers 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Vic in Long Island. Vic, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What's up, guys? First of all, Adam, congrats. Welcome to the club. Ah, thank you. And you know what? Jamie had his third kid. How old now? Uh, he'll be six months uh, this week. So let's congratulate Jamie. Three, three boys. That's awesome. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the best. But uh, we also uh, we meet every Sunday night for a stiff drink. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's not easy. But uh, all right. So my question is: uh, I start my dynasty slow draft tomorrow morning. I have the number one pick. Am I crazy to take? Odell Beckham with my number one pick. It's a three wide receivers, full PPR. So it's start startup yeah. dynasty. You start know, dynasty. I'm listening very intently, Vic, to what Jamie has to say because I also have the first pick in a startup dynasty league that we are starting next week. So 
What should we do with that number one overall pick? So the the thing Beckham is is in the conversation for sure because he's got a, a longer life career lifespan than Antonio Brown and probably DeAndre Hopkins, although it's close. Uh, the one thing you got to factor in is who's the quarterback two, three, four, five years from now because it may not be Eli. So I'm still going to lean toward one of the backs um, because I, I think Gurley's got the potential to be great for you know at least five more years. Barkley is certainly in the conversation because he could be the next great running back. Uh, but those are the three guys for me. If I'm taking a receiver, I am taking o Odell first, but I also would consider taking Gurley and taking Barkley. Okay. You know, I'm surprised. I feel like some people might take Hopkins over Beckham in you that can. format. I, yeah. I, I mean, you know, the, again, when you're starting to compare these guys, I don't have the ages in front of me. Hopkins is, is, is I think, a year or two older. Um, you're, 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 no Hopkins should be tied to Watson for right. four more years. Yeah. Whereas Odell, God Davis willing, Webb, not Davis Webb, but uh, he had a uh, good game yesterday, Jamie. Yeah. Everybody's very high on him now. Yeah, good, good luck. I, I saw listen, it in person last week. It was not pretty. Let me squeeze one more call in. We need it real quick. Roberto in Miami. Roberto, you're an eye on fantasy football. Yeah, hola, Jaime. I, I, I'm in a ten-team <laughs> league, right? It's it's pretty much PPR. So my question is based slow, solely on Ezekiel and Barkley. What are the chances of me? Have you seen so far statistically this year? Fantasy-wise, those two getting picked up back-to-back. -back. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll see it quite a bit if it goes running back heavy. I, I will say this about Ezekiel Elliott. There was an injury for the Cowboys today that could be very troubling for him, and that's Zach Martin who left the game with a knee problem. Uh, I don't think it's going to crush Ezekiel Elliott, but if Martin is out for an extended period of time, he is the best guard in football. Um, it, it, it's something worth keeping an eye on if you're going to consider Ezekiel Elliott in that 3, 4, 5 range. They're playing you off, Jamie. And that means we're done with hour number one of Ion Fantasy Football. But don't worry, we got another hour coming up. We're live until midnight Eastern here. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg taking your calls. Remember to give us a call at 855-212-4227. And when we come back, we'll talk to you about wide receivers, sleepers, breakouts, busts, and strategy. Stick around. One more hour of Ion Fantasy Football coming up. And this is hour number two of Ion Fantasy Football. We're coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Hope you've been enjoying uh, the first hour of our show. We're live until midnight Eastern tonight here. Taking your phone calls at 855-212-4227. Jamie and I made the first wager of the season I got Melvin Gordon. He's got Saquon Barkley. And for some stupid reason, I spotted him 10 points. I, just for dramatic purposes. Uh, we'll see if we can figure out something with wide receivers. That's what we're talking about in this segment, Jamie. How do you feel about the receiver position this year? Love it. Oh, that's not, I, I don't. <laughs> I, love, I love it at the top, and I want a top eight guy. I've, I've fallen into two mistakes that I, I've made me a, a little upset um, where I – have taken receivers that I like in that round five, round six range instead of taking a running back because the receivers that you're getting in round six, seven, eight, nine, I think are still very good, especially if the ADP stays where it is. Um, but I, I, I think the, the running backs are top heavy. The receivers are, are, are a little top heavy. It's that middle group of receivers that's kind of frustrating a little bit. But once you get to like that number three group, there's just so much upside with those guys. Such as Will Fuller, if he if he gets a full year out of him, full year out of uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, maybe throwing Brandon Cooks. I think he's in that middle group though. Um, Kenny Stills, I, I know we differ on him, but I, I think no, still, we don't. 
there's there's still a lot to like about what his upside could be. Obviously, if you're getting Marquise Goodwin in that range, same thing with Pierre Garçon. I think they're almost going to be uh, somewhat interchangeable some weeks, more so for Goodwin being the better of the two. But after what we saw tonight, he looks great. Robbie Anderson, if, if, if Sam Darnold can connect with him. Uh, there's ifs. There are a lot of ifs. But I, I think, you know, if you're if you're getting – and then, you know, you extend that to some of the younger guys. Uh, Anthony Miller had a big catch in the game against the Broncos. Um, you know, DJ Moore looked really good in the first preseason game. Michael Gallup, you know, touchdown. There, there's, I, I just think it's 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 a lot of fun to draft these guys. Probably is a better way to put it. Yeah, it is. But I do see the elite guys at the top are really just such a cut above. And uh, I don't know who's going to break into that, that tier. Oh, um, I do. You do. What would you say? Yeah, can you dig it? Oh, yeah, we love Stefan Diggs. Yeah. We love Stefan Diggs. We also, uh, much lower later in the draft, we love Chris Hogan. We love getting Chris Hogan. Oh, man, yeah. was that ex- exciting to see that the, the move for the touchdown. No no Gronk mm-hmm. in that game, but I think Brady to Hogan, the real American hero, you're going to love it. <laughs> Only two wide receivers had double-digit touchdown catches last year. I would not project 10 for Hogan, but I think he gets to eight. He was on pace for 10 last year. Yeah. I'm sure he will. Yeah, good point. He, uh, and he got hurt, and he really did nothing after he came back and he got hurt Until again. Until the Super Bowl when Brandon Cooks got hurt, and he went off for 100 and a touchdown. So we like him. Give me one bust. Oh, boy. Uh, Brandon Cooks? Yeah, that's been your bust for a while. Yeah, Alshon? Alshon. So I think you might be a little low on one guy, and I again, I don't want to base it too much on one game. But, you know, Sammy Watkins, is he's not – He's not getting it done right now. You're you're the low guy on Tyreek Hill. Oh, are, that's a, that's another one for me. Yeah, are you rethinking that at all? Because he caught a 60-yard touchdown. Where because the he just seems to be such a good fit with Mahomes. He could be. He really could be. I, I mean, look, I, I I obviously hope I'm wrong on him. I have shares of him in dynasty leagues. It, you know, he's he's a great player, but I just worry really about the usage. You know, and and like you said, Sammy Watkins doesn't seem to be a factor yet, but he's going to be a factor. Um, you have Kelsey. You have you know, running backs, obviously Kareem Hunt out of the backfield. And while Mahomes can throw the ball 69 yards in the air on a rope, um, I I just wonder, like, it, it almost seemed as if the Falcons defenders were like, there's no way this that's happening. And then they looked up and it's like, this is happening. That was a great play. <laughs> it, it, was, it was amazing. And he's going to have probably four or five of those. But is he going to score seven touchdowns again without being a factor in the red zone? Yeah, it's a good question. All right, uh, 855-212-4227. We go to the phones. Michael in Virginia, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hello. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. What's up, Michael? I've got the uh, 10th pick in a 10-team standard. Should I go running back, running back, receiver, receiver, or running back, receiver? I'm thinking about taking Odell or Kareem Hunt. What do you guys think? It's a great start. Yeah. It's an unbelievable start. You know, I, I think you'll see uh, – Hunt or Cook there, and and then Odell, Julio, Keenan Allen, you know, um, take your pick. Uh, Michael Thomas, A.J. Green. Uh, it, it's not a bad way. In, in a 10-team league, if you can come away one running back, one receiver, it's it's awesome. Let's go to Nate. Nate's in Akron. Ooh, just like Zach. Nate uh, Nate in Akron, what is going on? Do you know Zach from Akron? He calls all the time. Uh, no, I don't think so, man. Akron's probably a little bigger than I'm giving it credit for, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, do you, do you, uh, Nate, do you know LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, uh, he ripped down the rim in my uh, high school gym, actually, in high school. So. Oh, he no, did. that was Zach, that was actually Zach from Akron. He did that. <laughs> Common ah, mistake. Okay. There you go. What's up, Nate? What can we help you with? Hey, I got a question on keepers. I got uh, 
two keepers. I got Tyree Kill in the sixth round, or Joe Minkin in the seventh, and uh, Adam Thielen in the ninth. You have two of those? Yeah, I got I got to pick two of the three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Mixon and Thielen. Mixon yeah. and Thielen. No Tyreek? Not with the value of the other two guys. I mean, I, I actually like Thielen better than Tyreek Hill, so I'm going to take him, you know, if the value was the same. And then I, yeah. I think I think Mixon is set up for a big season. Yeah, I'm hoping he will. I mean, I'm, I'm around soon, but uh, Cincinnati could do something. So. All right, Nate, thanks a lot. Akron, Ohio, population four, Jamie. <laughs> it's uh, more people in Akron, Ohio, or Sleepy Hollow, New York. Uh, probably Akron, Ohio. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Yes, Sleepy Hollow, New York is a real place, and I really live there. I'm like one percent of the, the and population. And the population grew uh, a month ago. Yes, right. Yeah, another one percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Ryan in Rhode Island. Ryan, you are on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I got the seventh pick in a 10-team full-point PPR league, and my keepers are uh, Cook and Odell Beckham, but I was offered to trade Cook for Hopkins, and I'm just a little nervous about making that trade with the options I'd probably have at running back. I'd probably be looking somewhere around, like, Mixon-Collins range. Well, I would do that. Yeah, you trade Cook for Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as good as Dalvin Cook could be, and and listen, uh, the, my my co my cohort here will tell you he's he's in love with Dalvin Cook uh, as a player, uh, and it's hard to argue with what he he's capable of doing. But DeAndre Hopkins could be special, as we saw last year, as we've seen every year without Brock Osweiler, and you're you're starting with that pairing at wide receiver, then you just kind of go crazy with running back. With maybe you get Mixon and Collins, even if it's just Collins, and let's say, I don't know. Um, Collins and Drake, you know, there's there's going to be running backs in that three, four, five range. You could just stock up on those guys, and you have those two receivers. It's fantastic. I guess the only thing I'd say is if you could keep Cook and not Hopkins, and instead of Mixon, you're looking at Devontae Adams or A.J. Green or, or Michael Thomas, one of the top eight wide receivers, before we get to T.Y. Hilton and Mike Evans. Does that change things? Would if you, you keep do that, the, yeah. I mean, Would if you, you know keep what, Cook in that scenario? If you, yeah, absolutely. If you know what you're getting, then, then sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's just come. It comes down to it. It sounds like he may not be able to. If you know, people are keeping two guys. Right. So it. it yeah. I mean, yeah. judge what you think your first pick will be or your third player will be. Eight five five two one two four two two seven is the number. Star in San Diego. You're an eye on fantasy football. Hey Adam. Hey Jamie. Love the podcast. So you guys do a fantastic job. Just want to get that uh, out of the oh, way. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. So 12-team PPR, I have the uh, the very first pick, and I remember we just spoke about going, you know, Gurley, Gronk, and T.Y. Hilton. I have a feeling that T.Y. Hilton is really moving up, Mike Evans is moving up, and I did a mock draft today. None of those three guys were there. So what would you suggest on that 2-3 turn? I mean, yeah, I, I could go Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, uh, Adam Thielen, and somebody else. I just want to get your thoughts on what you guys would do if you had the very first pick on a 2-3. No Gronk, no T.Y., no Mike Evans. So that's kind of, I think, what, where a lot of people struggle because that's kind of the cutoff. You usually see that around 20, 21, you know, where those guys are, are off the board. Uh, maybe 22, you know, when you extend it with, with Hilton and, and Evans. And then it comes down to how much do you love Devontae Freeman, Joe Mixon, Jordan Howard, and then the receivers you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned Diggs. I've actually moved Doug Baldwin back into this range because of the report that he's you know, starting to run again and seems like he's going to be on track, as B. Carroll alluded to, to being ready for week one. Um, well, Jamie, and, if, you dra- if you drafted tomorrow, would you take 
Doug Baldwin with your second or third round pick? I, 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 I just did in a draft, and you know I may have played it the wrong way because I was hoping to actually take um, both either Baldwin and Diggs or uh, Baldwin. It was some combination of Baldwin, Ertz, and Diggs. I ended up with Ertz mm -hmm. and Baldwin. Um, I, I just think that, again, if you want to play the ceiling card, I think, you know, Stephon Diggs has, may have a higher ceiling. But Doug Baldwin, what we saw from him the last time Jimmy Graham wasn't part of this team, he's going to be peppered with targets. And if he's right, Russell Wilson, with how bad this defense could be, uh, may have to throw the ball. Last year he, he, was, he had more pass attempts than Drew Brees last year. If, he's, if he stays in that 550 to 580 range of pass attempts, the Doug Baldwin could be a monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I watched. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, yeah, thanks. It's a, it's a really tough call. It's actually why I prefer to have a late pick this year because um, I, I don't if, – if Gronk, Evans, and Hilton are all gone at that point, then, yeah, I, I think you might, you might feel like you're reaching a little bit. I probably am thinking about Kelsey there. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to um, if both Kelsey and Ertz are on the board and you're kind of sold on them as – being somewhat similar because I do think if Jeffrey's out, they're they're certainly closer, um, and, and you can make an argument that Ertz is better. It's not it's not a bad idea to take whichever player you like, and 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 again, I'll, I'll, the, the guys I think will be there will be Freeman, Mixon, and and Howard at running back, maybe McCaffrey, and and then the the receivers are going to be Diggs, Baldwin, um, basically everybody else at your disposal clearly. But uh, mm -hmm. you know if if you just sort of have an affinity for one of them. Take that player, Kelsey at tight end or whatever, and, and settle for whoever comes back to you on the swing. All right, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS is the number. One more call here. We're up against the break. When we come back, we'll talk tight ends, and we'll, we'll get plenty of your phone calls before the end of the hour. But let's get John in Green Bay. John, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, am I on? You sure are. All right, hey, guys, I made a trade after my draft tonight just a couple hours ago. 10-team uh, ten, ten league. PPR, it's a .1 per yard, and I want to know if I made a good trade. I had I drafted Kareem Hunt and Brandon Cooks, and before my buddy could enter him into the computer, I traded Kareem Hunt and Brandon Cooks for T.Y. Hilton and Christian McCaffrey. Did I make a boom for my team, or did I make a bomb for my team? <laughs> I love uh, it. I, I love it, too. I mean, you're upgrading. Upgrading, I think you guys think? Uh, you're upgrading at receiver for sure. Yep. And, and and the running backs, you know, certainly could be close. Yeah, good trade. Giving up Hunt and Cooks for T.Y. Hilton and McCaffrey in a PPR league. Better than what I just did about 20 minutes ago. I was doing a best ball draft, and I selected the wrong player. I selected Jarek McKinnon instead of Mike Evans. I can't get that pick back, and I just donated uh, my money to the league because that is going to screw me over. As my second round pick. All right, thanks for listening. We've got a lot more. I don't know why I said thanks for listening. We got a lot. We got a lot left. We got uh, 45 minutes of fantasy football talk left. Call us up 855-212-4227. We're always thanking you for listening. We're just so thankful to have you along with us. Stick around. Much more eye on fantasy football to come. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. All right, name that tune, Jamie. Come on. Give it away now? I'll give it away. It's just called Give It Away, but partial credit. Partial credit. Good right. job. Jamie goes the extra mile. He gives you an extra lyric. Great music tonight. Loving it here. Welcome back to Eye on Fantasy Football. We're live until midnight Eastern. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg of CBS Sports. And here, on, here we are on CBS Sports Radio. 
first episode of the season, and uh, we're having a great time, so keep calling us up. Tell you the number in just a second. Jamie, Trey Burton is balling tonight. Four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. What does he do for the tight end position? Uh, he's my favorite breakout at the tight end spot. Um, it's funny. I got asked on a, uh, on a radio show um, yesterday, do I end up taking players from my college, which is the University of Florida? And I said, the only time I ever uh, talk about this is for whatever reason, Trey Burton, because I have him ranked so high and people say, why? I said, because I bleed orange and blue. Um, I, I think he's, you know, the Adam Shaheen injury <laughs> notwithstanding, he's going to be such a factor. You saw he was moved all over the place tonight. He is Travis Kelsey. It's the Matt Nagy offense that he bring is bringing from Kansas City. They're going to use him in every capacity, and he's going to have a the chance for a great season. So uh, I, I like what I saw tonight. You know, last, last week he didn't do very much, didn't have to. Uh, first preseason game, second preseason game, they played Trubisky more, and, and Burton was fantastic. When do you draft Gronkowski? Round two. Like, after who? I look at him as the number nine wide receiver. Right. So but he goes before T.Y. Hilton, before Mike Evans. And that's it. Before Joe Mixon, before Jarek McKinnon. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think I would take McCaffrey over him in PPR. What about you? Uh yeah, I think so. It's it's certainly you know dependent on on your scoring and, and what you think. You know, some some leagues and the reason I said some leagues you get bonus for tight ends, but um, yeah, he he it, like we said about Chris Hogan, he's in line for a big year. Gronk's in line for a big year because the receiving core there is is totally different without Cooks, without Amendola, and without Edelman the first four games. Uh, you have downgraded Alshon Jeffrey a lot. He's injured. But so is Carson Wentz. We don't know if he'll be ready for Week One. Have you downgraded? Well, today was a step in the right direction. It the was. fact that they're going to let him go eleven on eleven. I'd be downgraded Zach Ertz. No, I, I think Ertz gets a bump up, to be honest with you, because if Jeffrey's not there, there'll be more targets for him. Sure. And finally, a busted tight end. Evan Ingram, just based on and, – and I want to say this about Tyreek Hill also because I know you referenced it. I didn't really say it. It's where they're being drafted as much so as what the performance could be. But I, I think Evan Ingram is going – he just has to lose targets. I think he had 116 targets last year. And Beckham was out after week five, and Sterling Shepard was in and out of the lineup, and they didn't have Barkley, who was going to be better than Melvin Gordon. So, um, <laughs> you know, you're just not going to get the same type of production. He, he could be fantastic. I hope he is, but I, I just don't see him as a top five tight end. We should do a Twitter poll. Are you on Twitter? Me? Can you be on Twitter? Like right now? Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I forgot my password. I'm, I don't have my computer with me. Uh, do, a, do a Melvin Gordon, Saquon Barkley poll. I, mean, I want to see how up. much I'm going to lose by. Okay. I, I'm going to guess it's at least 60, 65% going Barkley. Eh, that's kind of a lot, 62%. We'll see how much I lose by by the end of I, the hour. I could tell you I'm going to get two votes for, for my guy from Keith Cummings and Chris Towers. That, you want to be on part of Team Kreeth? That's on you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So that just is, just so you know, the way I'm phrasing the poll is, who would you rather have in fantasy football this year? And if you pick choice A, Adam Azer <laughs> shaves his head. Also, make sure – don't write that. Standard scoring. Make sure they know standard scoring. Uh, okay, it's 855-212-4227 to the phones. Rob in Iowa. Rob, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I'm in uh... – 14-team standard auction league. Uh, can keep Alex Collins for six or Zeke for 35, and our running backs normally go a little higher. What was the budget? I'm sorry? Uh, $100. So 35 is, is to me, that's still high. 
in a hundred dollar budget. Um, I probably keep Collins just based on the value, and you could probably get Zeke back for around there. I would, I would hope. So let me. Ask, I've never done a keeper auction league. Do the studs go for more than they would in a in a non keeper league? Because you know every team theoretically has someone that they've kept at a great value, freeing up money to go after studs. Uh, yes, in in theory. So yeah, so you got to factor that in, right? If you're thinking about Zeke, maybe he goes for more than thirty five. Maybe everybody's got their great value. Maybe so, but I I just think you try and get that guy, or again you try and get Barkley at that price. Yeah, you know, or or whoever you know you you deem to be available at in that range. Alrighty, Eric in Miami. Eric, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have the fifth pick in a 10-team full-point PPR league. Uh, I have to choose one keeper. So my question is, do I keep Kareem Hunt, uh, forfeit my second-round pick, Christian McCaffrey for my fourth-round pick, or Adam Thielen with my 12th-round pick? Just one? Just one, yeah. Yeah, I I think you keep Thielen. Thielen because all the way in the 12, right? And I can probably still get Hunt in the first is what I'm thinking. For sure. Oh, See, yeah, I was I was torn between McCaffrey and Thielen. Jamie's right. Go with Thielen. John and Akron. Another guy from Akron. There's five people. John, what's going on? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Now, John, do you know Zach, Nathan, and, and LeBron? Oh, yeah, we're all best friends. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> They're gotta, actually all together right now. I got to go to Akron. It sounds like such a fun place. You're not allowed. <laughs> well, guys, great show as always. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you. I'm in a 12-point, uh, 12-team full-point PPR. Uh, I'm drafting the, the, the true snake, 12-13. Um, but my, my question is on keepers. We get two of them. One of them's a no brainer. I got Kamara in the ninth. Um, I'm tossing hunt back because I'd have to use a two on him. Uh, but the real question comes down to Watson with the eighth or Thielen with the eighth. I, I, I think just Thielen based on how deep quarterback is. So you're, you're, that's a unbelievable start to go eight, and nine Thielen Kamara. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Pat in Ohio, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What is up, fellas? Yo! Yeah. NFL season <laughs> greetings. I got chills, they're multiplying. Talking fantasy with you guys, it's electric fine. That draft app is where it's at. I've been calling, I've been drafting best ball like a madman. I'm always thinking about the flex spot and tight ends always come to mind. I draft two of these guys all the time. George Kittle, Jordan Reed, Tyler Eifert. Should I draft a handcuff? And if so, who do you like? Stefan's podcast entry was the bomb. He's the mon. Got to go. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> Pat, I don't know where he's from in Ohio, but let's just say he's from Akron. Good stuff from Pat. Uh, is, he, what, is he handcuffing his tight ends? I guess so. I mean, look, if you're in a 20-round league, you know the, these are some things you might want to consider. It's hard to get past what Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis have done as a duo. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably go that route as opposed to, let's say, Tyler Eifert and Tyler Croft. Um, yeah, good call. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't mind Reed and, and Davis. Might get something worthwhile there. Jamie yep. got Jordan Reed like 140th overall in a draft the other Twelfth day. Round. It, was, yeah. it was very weird. Carmen in Boston at 855-212-4227. Carmen, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm in a uh, full-point PPR league. I get to keep two guys at any one draft after round four. I'm keeping Kamara around eight, and I'm keeping Joe Mixon around five. 
Um, my, my, my question is more on strategy. I basically rode Kamara and Bell to the final last year in the championship. Do I still take a bell cow running back if I get a top four pick? Or do I take Antonio Brown because I already have Mixon and Kamara? I think you probably just see what the keepers are. If there's just so many wide receivers being kept and you can get Brown, then, then it's probably the smarter way to go. But you take Bell or, you know, David Johnson or whoever, and you don't have to worry about running back for a long, long time. All right, good stuff, everybody. We got another segment coming up, and we'll the take— poll, The poll's close. Is it really? 470 votes so far, 54-46 for Saquon. All right, all right. That's good. People are open-minded. Your, your hair could be safe. Yeah, now the next poll will be Saquon plus 10 fantasy points or Melvin Gordon. <laughs> that one uh, that one won't go so well. Uh, 855-21. It, it is also recency bias because Melvin's having a tremendous night. It's right. Barkley was terrible last night, Jamie. He didn't do anything. No, he was terrible. He didn't play. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. One more segment coming up. Nothing but your phone calls. I on Fantasy Football is back. Yeah, there is 0% chance Jamie gets this one right. Name that tune, Jamie. You're right, 0%. <laughs> Name that band. Nirvana? Yeah. In Bloom by Nirvana. I can tell this is going to be a, a good year with all this 90s rock. Welcome back to Ion Fantasy Football. Your phone calls, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Give me a second. I'm just going to headbang for a little bit. All right, I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass. Jamie Eisenberg with me. I'm Adam Azer, and we've got one more segment left, and then we're turning it over to Outside the Cage with Pete and Ike here on CBS Sports Radio. So before we get to the calls, just real quick, Jamie, give me your biggest preseason riser thus far. Um... Royce Freeman. Really? Yeah, I mean, he right. should be the best guy in that backfield. I don't know if he's my biggest riser, but he's certainly somebody that I'm excited about. Is he the second rookie running back off the board now? Should he be? Yes, he should be. Okay. Would you take Freeman or Jay Ajayi? Freeman. Who's a faller? Who's a faller based on their preseason so far? Um, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Keeps on falling. He's still sixth off the board among quarterbacks. And Jamie's got him 14th, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, I told you, because I watched the 49ers game tonight before you got a chance to watch it, I told you you were going to move Marquise Goodwin 10 spots up your rankings. Was I right? In my top 200, yes. He went eight spots. Eight spots. Okay. Yep. Uh, how's, how are we doing with the Twitter poll? Oh, let me check. Yeah. Who's going to outscore who? Melvin Gordon or Saquon Barkley? I, I got my money on Gordon in standard scoring. It's getting close. Jamie says Barkley. What do we got? 52 to 48. 1,200 votes. All right. Well, enough about us. Let's hear from you. We're going to start with Zach in Massachusetts. We're going to get to as many calls as we can before the show is over. 855-212-4227. If the line is busy, just wait a second, and we'll open up some lines for you. Zach, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Ten team standard. I was just wondering uh, where you would take Josh Gordon now that he's coming back to the Browns, and uh, also where to take Alex Collins. I was thinking of taking him uh, in the, like the fifth round if he's there. I don't think you'll get Collins in the fifth round. I think both guys are round four players. Uh, Ten team it, league. It, it, oh, okay, that changes it. Maybe you get him in the fifth round. I I think probably both guys are then fifth round picks. Okay. Right. Who, who goes first, Jamie, Collins or Gordon? I would take Collins first just based on position scares. Zach, thanks a lot for the call. Jason in Boston. Jason, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. 12-person um, PPR league. 
with a keeper, and I have Gronk and Dalvin Cook on my bench and trying to decide who to keep. And I also have the 12th pick, uh, the last pick of the first round. I would keep Cook, and there is a good chance you can get Gronk in that spot. Yeah, and Jamie, let me ask you about Cook, because I keep mentioning the stat that McKinnon and Murray averaged 28.5 carries per game after Dalvin Cook got hurt. It's not, I don't think it's going to be that high. I mean, they got Kirk Cousins for a reason. They're going to trust him more than Keenum. So right now, what's your read on that situation? How many carries a game would you expect for Dalvin Cook? 18. Okay, I'd love that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I, 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 we keep having this conversation on our podcast about their defense being great and their rushing attempts going up more. <laughs> they're not going up more. They're, they're, they're going to be in that range of 25 to 28. It's not, it's not going to be in the 30s for that team. It's just unrealistic. Let's go to Lewis in Miami. Lewis, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys, 10-team PPR. I got a keeper. The guy that I can keep on my team is going to be Fournette, but it will cost me my second. I'm picking third in the draft and it's a snake, do I keep Fournette, lose a second, and that'll be my, my second-round pick? Or I got a guy asking me he'll trade me third for six, and then I'm, I'm on the same boat. Tell me what your strategy is and what you do, and the guys that are keepers one, two, and third round are the usual suspects. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks again. So I understand that if you keep Fournette and stay where you are, you're picking third? Right, right. I'm picking third. And then I got Fournette, but it's going to cost me my second-round pick. Mm -hmm. So, Or I can trade the six, dump Fournette, and then take the sixth-best guy, and then the fourth-best guy in the snake coming back, or keep Fournette, mm, dump okay. Fournette. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah, stay where you are. You're, you're, you're going to get a better player in the I, first round, and then you know, end of the second round, you're getting Fournette. So right, I right. I mean, you'd love to get Fournette in the middle of that second round. So just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a similar situation. I have to decide where uh, I, I can give up Melvin Gordon. I keep Melvin Gordon and lose a first-round pick or keep Fournette and lose a second-round pick. Uh, I do agree with Adam that Melvin Gordon's better than Fournette. I'm sure you're going to say that. But uh, I would rather have my ability to maybe get Gordon back, mm -hmm. and I'm not getting Fournette in the second round. Yeah, and you know, I just think it's kind of interesting how they were using Fournette today in the preseason game. I was watching it and listening to it, and they used him in the passing game. Yeldon had a great game catching screen passes, but they also threw a couple to, to Fournette. And then Fred Taylor, who was doing the game for the Jaguars, said that they're they're trying to get Fournette on the field in passing down situations to see how he'll do with pass protection. So he does need to get a little bit better I mean, there. He had, but, but he had 30 catches last yeah, year. Yeah, he's gonna catch. He's gonna yeah. catch more passes than, than people think. I think. not that that was even brought up, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention. No, that I understand about what him. you're saying. Yeah. Yep. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. David in Chicago. David, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, man. I'm in a, I'm in a ten team. PPR league, and I, w I made a trade, and I was just curious what you guys think of it. All right. I feel like this year is much more top-heavy than other years, and I traded my second and third round for another first, and I have the six and the seven in the first round. Oh, okay, so you were in the middle of the draft. You took you traded rounds two and three for the seventh pick. Yes. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, really, you're you're getting two clearly studs. Um Oh, but that's what like the that's like the twenty sixth overall pick. So you you could you get three studs, Jamie, if you kept all three picks. Maybe, but you know, I mean, imagine coming out with Saquon Barkley and Melvin Gordon. I don't think I'd do it. I I I wouldn't do it because I think the guy you get in the middle of the second round could be just as good as the no. guy you took in the first round. Not if you want to get two of those top six or seven running backs. Yeah, that's I. I yeah, I go was ahead. Thinking maybe. Uh, picking like a great a stud running back and then a receiver like Hopkins too 
or is that too early to take Hopkins? No, it's not too early. It's PPR, but but you can take Devontae Adams or A.J. Green in the second round and still have your third-round pick. So, you know, that could be Gronkowski or that could be Mixon or something like that. I think if you're making this trade, you have to take two running backs. Oh, you think so? Yes, because and a, and because what Adam's saying to you. Because you're, you're, you're either – what you're trying to acquire is you're trying to acquire Barkley Camara or – Gordon Barkley or Gordon Kamara, you know, whatever the, the top two guys you have after the first four come off the board. And then round, if you, if you were to stay where you were, you'd be getting one of those guys plus the receiver. So you have to take the, the, the running back. Side. Yeah, so this is, this is the way I break down fantasy football currently. I think there are 18 elite players. Ten of them are running backs. Eight of them are wide receivers. Then there's Gronkowski, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, those guys. If you have already have two of the top 18 – my personal opinion is I wouldn't give up my third-round pick to get uh, to get a second pick in the first round because I think who you get in the middle of the second round might not be that much worse. Jamie, yeah, it's, it sounds like Jamie disagrees and would do it and would take two running backs. If I can guarantee myself two top six running backs with the expectation that that's where they're going to finish, I would make this trade. Okay. But I'm not doing it to take Hopkins because otherwise the, the, I think the difference between Hopkins and, and Devontae Adams is not worth your third-round pick. Okay, thank you. Cool. Thank you, David. Uh, we got Dan in Michigan. Again, the number is 855-212-4227. Dan, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Dan, you there? Hey, guys. Yeah, so I'm I'm in a 12-team half-point PPR league. We have two flex spots, so you can start four wide receivers, four running backs. Um, I have the 10th pick overall. I'm having a real hard time not going with four wide receivers like OBJ, Keenan, Fitz, and Hogan in my mocks that I do. Um, if you think that is ill-advised, like where would you inject a running back and who? Probably the Fitz or Hogan pick. Um, you know, and, and that's the Collins, Drake, if you want to, you know, extend it, Freeman, on Johnson, Mark Ingram, Lamar Miller group. I, I, I think – and this is what I, I, I if you if you heard me reference it earlier when you get to this spot in the draft the the receivers are amazing and and you you list four amazing guys but you you take one of those running backs there and then you go another couple rounds and you should still be looking at maybe Emmanuel Sanders, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup uh if you are so inclined to take Julian Edelman uh and then another round or two it's Will Fuller, hopefully still Marquis Goodwin but but maybe not but uh, Robbie Anderson, um, you know, I, I just think what you're looking at with those receivers in that group compared to the running backs in that group, I like the receivers better. 855-212-4CBS. Dan in Boston. Dan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Um, we've got a touchdown-only league. You get five keepers. i got Russell Wilson, Jared McKinnon, uh, uh, excuse me, um, Mike Evans, and Brandon Cooks, and I need one more player between Shady, uh, Burkhead, and uh, Marshawn Lynch. Is there any value you lose with these guys? No, no value lost. Touchdown then, only league, Jamie. Touchdown only, yeah. I'm worried about Shady. <laughs> yeah, Lynch may score more touchdowns. I think you still got to keep McCoy, though. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe try and trade him now before you have to decide your keepers. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. We go. Uh, we go to Maryland. John is standing by. John in Maryland, what's up? 
Yeah, so uh, I'm in a keeper league, and you can't keep the first three rounds, so our value's like kind of all over the place. But uh, I got feeling in the eighth round, Marvin Jones Jr. in the 13th. This is all I'm working with, and I kind of having trouble with it. I just like them both, and I'm kind of worried about the new quarterback with Thielen and everything. Uh, who's going to just repeat their production the most, do you think? Thielen. Uh, I just worry a little bit about Marvin Jones because the catches aren't exactly where you like to see one of the top 20 receivers. He was top five last year. He, he feels a little touchdown dependent. He's a very good receiver, but I, I think Thielen in that offense will be better than Jones in his offense. 855-212-4227. Still have a few minutes left. Let's go rapid fire. Kevin in Massachusetts, go. Hey, guys. I am in a 12-team half PPR keeper league. I got I got myself set up pretty good. I got nine picks in the first five rounds, Ooh. and I'm keeping Mitchell Trubisky as my 15th rounder. I, I got number four and number nine overall. Should I go running back, running back, or running back, quarterback? What do you think for those first two uh, first-round picks? Would not go running back, quarterback. I would go running back, running back, or running back receiver. Yeah, you go quarterback in the first round. You're not going to make any friends over here on Ion Fantasy Football. <laughs> we are anti that. Ray in Chicago, rapid fire, go. All right, I drafted uh, Saquon Barkley first, and I drafted LaShawn McCoy second. I was wondering if that was a good idea, drafting McCoy. I don't like it, but, you know, there are um, – our colleague Keith Cummings still thinks McCoy can have a great season, assuming that there is nothing with the off-the-field stuff. So if, if if you made the pick already, you know, live with it, and, and hopefully he, he has a, uh, a typical LaShawn McCoy season. Yeah, I just we don't like him in the second round. If anybody likes him, we're kind of thinking third round, maybe late third round for McCoy. Uh, we go to David in Los Angeles. David, go. Hey, fellas, how you doing? Um, I've got a, a keeper. Uh, I kept Alvin Kamara from my team last year to full PPR League 12 teams. I've got the 10th pick. I'm deciding should I go Christian McCaffrey and then on the turnaround maybe come get Mark Ingram for my flex and just pick up another running back uh, just for the four-game suspension, or should I just go Diggs and go a receiver? What do you guys think? I, I would certainly take Diggs over Mark Ingram. Um, it's just the, the four games knock him completely out of that range. All right. Peter in Massachusetts. Peter, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hi, I'm in a 12-team PPR keeper. I can keep Garoppolo or Chris Thompson in the 12th. Should I do one of them or not keep one at all? Hmm. Interesting. In yeah, a PP, in a PPR league, Chris Thompson's got should have a lot of value this year with with uh, Darius Geis being out. So I think that's a good spot for him. Cool. And Jamie, we got our first PPR of the year. That yeah. was fun. Scott in New Mexico. Scott, you are on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey. Um. So uh, I'm in a keeper league. I'm keeping Jerick McKinnon for a 12th rounder. And based on where I'm in at the first round, I know that I'm going to have a choice between Saquon Barkley and Kamara. And I'm kind of torn between the two. What would you guys' uh, opinion on that? Love both, but I, I just think the ceiling's higher for Barkley this year. Melvin Gordon. Jamie in Calgary, yeah. maybe our last caller. Jamie, go for it. Hey, man, how's it going? What's up? Quick, go. Oh, sorry. Okay, so I'm in the 14-person uh, PPR league with IDP. So we've got like 25 uh, rounds to draft. My question was, I, I can keep three players. Either I can go with Carson Wentz in the 14th, Nelson Aguilar in the 15th, and then David Noku in the 25th. Uh, and the fourth, I'm not sure, was Corey Davis in the eighth round. So out of those four, which one, which three would you pick or to keep? Oh, da I, David. 
Sorry. Wentz, Corey Davis, Najoku? Yep. Okay, there you go. Hey, Jamie, that was it. That's our first one. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was great. It's so awesome to be back. And you're going to shave your head. Yes. Yeah, I don't think so. Every Saturday night, we are here through the rest of the fantasy football season. That's it for us on Ion Fantasy Football. Outside the Cage with Pete and Ike is coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. If you enjoyed tonight's show, please check out our Fantasy Football Today podcast for more fantasy talk. Thanks to Brian and Ryan behind the glass. Thanks to Jimmy Eisenberg. And, of course, thanks so much to all of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Talk to you next week.